الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين جاهدوا فينا لنهدي أنهم سبولنا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم Over the course of our lives we from a young age seek friendship Part of being a human is the desire to have friends, the desire to <coughs> maintain friendships. And this begins even from childhood. And it extends over the course of a person's lifetime. And if you look at your own life, or you look at in the lives of your parents, for instance, you'll always see that friends constantly change. Rarely is it that a person is born with a friend and they die maintaining that same friendship. It'll, it's almost never the case. You know, it'd be, it'd be even uh, significant if a person were to maintain a friendship for 20 years of their life. Rarely does that even occur. You can think back 20 years ago, and who were the people that you interacted with? Who were the friends that you had uh, made? And you look at your life now and you'll say that I, I, don't, I no longer have those friends. And 20 years from now, the friends that you have today will unlikely be your friends 20 years from now. They may be your acquaintances. You might be, they may be people that you interact with on a, on a, from time to time. But for various reasons, these friendships don't last. It could be due to distance. So a, a person, for instance, could be distanced from a friend because of one reason or another. And as a result, that friendship then either ceases or, or, or it um, dissipates. It could be because of an argument that two friends have between one another. You know, a friend gets into an argument with their... Uh, we get into an argument with our friend, and as a result, we break off ties, or they break, break off ties with us, and then that friendship then ceases to exist. <coughs> it could be distance. It could be an argument that we get into. It could be just because of interests that change within a person's life. You know, friends, when you're in high school, for instance, you have perhaps a similar interest with a particular friend, but as you sort of mature physically and, and emotionally and psychologically, then you begin to form new bonds and new friendships. This is just the nature of life. The friendships uh, are constantly changing. Rarely is it that you will have one friend and for and maintain that friendship for an extended period of time. And almost never, and you could say never, is it that you're coming to this world, that you're born into this world with a friend, and that you leave, uh, that you leave this world with that same friend. It doesn't happen. The days that we're currently in, which are the first 10 days of the Hijjah, these are amongst the most blessed days of the year. These are the mo amongst the most blessed days of the year. The Prophet said in Hadith that there is, that deeds that are performed during the first 10 days of this month, they are, that there is no other time of the year that they are more rewarded than in this time of the year. And this, the ulama say, you know, even includes to a degree the days of Ramadan as well. That these days are that blessed. 
these are such blessed days that the entire world is focusing their attention upon one particular place. And people from across the world, millions and millions of people are flocking toward it during this time. There's many different ways that you can look at the Hijjah and what and how blessed these days are. And it's blessed not just for the people that are are able to partake of the Hajj, but it's blessed because if for even the rest of the community that's not able to make that make that journey. Even sitting thousands of miles away, we are able to partake of the, the benefits of these blessed days. There's many different ways that you can look at it. One theme that's sort of highlighted by these ten days, or one, you know, one constant theme that comes into mind, if a person really focuses on how beautiful these ten days are, they begin to recognize that the one true friend that you and I have is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. These ten days are about our friendship with Allah. The journey of Hajj is about a person's friendship with Allah. The 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 wuquf at Arafah is about friendship is, is about our friendship with Allah. The you know the sacrifices that are made during this time is purely about our friendship with Allah. The attention that Allah Taala directs toward the universe during these ten days is purely a reflection of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's friendship with us. It's about recognizing. That Allah Ta'ala is our true friend He was our friend who brought us into this world And when we leave this world We'll be returning right back to Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala is that being who is with us During our times of happiness And He's that being that is always with us Even during our times of sadness One of the things that we look for in friendship is that we want someone to be there in support of us no matter what difficulty we're going through, no matter what challenge we have, whether it be prosperity, whether it be difficulty, we want that friendship to always be maintained. A true friend is someone that can always be with you no matter what circumstance or situation you find yourself in. Allah Ta'ala is that true friend. Allah Ta'ala is that true friend. And look at, look at if, if we were to really move away the, the, the distractions of this world and, and all the hoopla and all the chaos and really look at what, for instance, these, these days of the Hijjah are about. Allah Ta'ala has given us opportunity after opportunity for us to rectify our lives through the month of Ramadan. It could have been that Allah Ta'ala kept it during the month of Ramadan once a year that a person is able to spiritually uplift themselves, turn themselves back to Allah, rekindle their relationship with Allah, and that would have been sufficient. I mean, if you look in your own life, we've, alhamdulillah, had, some of us have had, you know, four, 30 or 40 Ramadans, or 50, 10 or 15 Ramadans we've had, where we've been able to sort of reset ourselves. There was no need for Allah Ta'ala to then create another special 10 days where, the, where, the, where His servants could then turn back to Him, you know, reflect upon their relationship with Him, attain His forgiveness during these 10 days, and then be rewarded for deeds beyond our imagination. There was no need for Allah Ta'ala to create this for us. It was His, it, it is a reflection of His friendship uh, that He's maintained with us. If you look, for instance, at the journey of Hajj and how Allah Ta'ala is from across the globe 
no matter where what person's background is, what country they're from, they could be in any different any direction, you know, away from the Kaaba, and yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling people from all across the world, his friends, back to his home to, to rekindle that to, to to maintain that friendship with them. Allah Ta'ala is our true friend. He is our He is He is our best friend. And this is whether we choose to realize it or not. This is independent of our realization of this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our true friend. He's always with us. Always with us. Allah ta'ala is always with us. Whether it be that we've destroyed our relationships with other people, Allah Ta'ala is still with us. It could be that all of your friends, your community members, your family, everyone's turned your back away from you. And that could bring this degree of darkness into your life or this degree of sadness into your life. But Allah Ta'ala is still always there. It could be, so it could be that. It could be that a person through sin has destroyed their life and destroyed the lives of the people around them. And yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is still there. It comes in narration, Wahab ibn Munabbaha. He narrates that at the time of Musa alayhi salam, there was a, a man who had transgressed against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and transgressed against his community. And this person was so wretched to the community, was so wretched in general, was such a transgressor that the community decided to remove him from their town. They said, just leave. The reason they wanted him to leave was because their concern was that if he were to remain in that town, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's adab and his punishment would then come upon them as well. And they didn't want to have to deal with that. So they expelled him from their town and he left. He was, he was thrown out of the town. And eventually a time came and he had died. Now, Musa alayhi salam, it was revealed to him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him that there is a, that a friend from amongst my friends has passed away. A friend from amongst my friends has passed away. You should go and perform janazah upon this person and notify the people that whoever goes to his janazah, that person will also be forgiven. So not only is it that this person who's a friend from amongst the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has passed away but that person was became so that person was so special to Allah ta'ala that even anyone that attended that person's janazah was going to be forgiven of all of their all of their sins so you can imagine you know the degree of proximity this individual must have had to Allah ta'ala so Musa alayhi salam told the people and the people rushed toward the outskirts of town because they wanted to be a part of this janazah. They saw this as an opportunity for them to be forgiven. So they rushed with Musa alayhi they rushed toward the outskirts of town and when they came upon the body who needed to be buried and have a janazah prayed upon him, they <coughs> looked at the person and they said, this can't be a friend from the ranks of friends of Allah. This person was so wretched, they transgressed against Allah, they constantly sinned. We banished this person from our community because they had transgressed so much against against Allah 
how could it be that this person is, is the right person? There must be some mistake, there must be some error. And they told Musa alayhi salam. So Musa alayhi salam thought about it and he asked, um, and he asked uh, Allah ta'ala about, uh, is, it, is this indeed the right person? And it came in Revelation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that this, this, this indeed is the, is the same person. This person was banished to the outskirts of town, outskirts of the city, and that person had no one to support them, no friend whatsoever. Everyone had turned their back against this person. And he, while in this darkness, was alone by himself, he looked to his right and he didn't see anybody. And he looked to his left and he didn't see anyone. No one was there, no friend, no family member, no one. And eventually he looked <coughs> toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said, Ya Allah, if I knew that by you giving me forgiveness, that it would decrease you in any way, then I wouldn't ask you for anything. This was so beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this turning of this person who had been removed and banished from his community, everyone had turned their back against him, all his friends had turned away from him. This was so beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him his close friend. So much so that he sent a prophet to go pray janazah upon him. So much so that anyone that prayed janazah upon him was going to be forgiven as well. So whether it be that a person has committed so much sin that they begin to feel isolated, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is still there to be their friend. Whether it be that a person has gone into a state of darkness or a state of sadness because of because because they feel like there's no one else that's with that's there for them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always there for them. Allah Ta'ala is always there for them. You know, and, and we'll see this. You know, if our eyes aren't open to this today, we'll see this inshallah when we leave this world. We'll see this when we leave this world. <coughs> Allah Ta'ala is salient. <coughs> Everything else in this world is transient. Our friendship with Allah Ta'ala is salient. Our friendship with the rest of creation, uh, our friendship with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is salient. And our friendship with the rest of creation is this transient. And <coughs> friendship, <coughs> that could be friendship in the form of human to human type of friendship, from a being to a being. It could be the friendship that we've developed, for instance, with our home, or the friendship that we've developed, or the attachment that we've developed with our studies, with our work, with, with our car, whatever it might be. It's all transient. It's all transient. But the one friendship that's permanent is our friendship with Allah Ta'ala. And that's what these special days remind us of. Or they should remind us of. <clears throat> when we turn back to Allah during these special days, and these special nights, which are so blessed, right? Wal-Fajr wal-Layal in Ashr, they're referenced in the Qur'an, such blessed nights. We seek Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. We seek Allah Ta'ala's mercy. But we should reflect upon how great of a friend Allah Ta'ala truly is. And if Allah Ta'ala grants us a tawfiq one day to actually go for the hajj, to actually go for the hajj, and He invites us into His home, we should recognize, we, we, we should reflect upon how great of a friend He is. 
The journey of Hajj is a journey of friendship. The day of the Hijjah is a day of reflecting upon our friendship with Allah Ta'ala and Allah Ta'ala's deep ingrained love for all of us. Sometimes we forget this. <clears throat> Sometimes we forget that we have <clears throat> someone with us constantly who knows us better than any of our friends know us, who knows us and who maintains ties with us better than any other friend maintains ties with us. Allah Ta'ala is closer to us than any friend is. Allah Ta'ala says that we are closer to you than even the vessels of your neck. Even the vessels of your neck, there's no friend that's closer to us than, than that. There's no friend that's closer to us than that. He's such a true friend, he's such a <coughs> unique friend, that the ulama say that if a person sins and turns away from turns themselves away from Allah Ta'ala, that it is easier for, for, for Allah Ta'ala to forgive them and bring them back to Him than it is for them to actually seek forgiveness of Allah. That's a true friend. The day that the Hijjah reminds us of this, the journey of Hajj reminds us of this. <coughs> and, and even historically, the Prophet from whom this whole tradition had started, which is Ibrahim alayhi salam, <coughs> was known as the Khalid of Allah. The friend of Allah. The friend of Allah Ta'ala was given the gift of starting this journey of Hajj. When Allah when Ibrahim and his son Ismail built the uh, built the Kaaba, and Allah Ta'ala told his friend Ibrahim, Hajj, call people toward the home and you will see. Your job is just to call and you will see what will happen. This was interaction between Allah Ta'ala and his friend Ibrahim alayhi salam. And since that time and until the end of time, Allah Ta'ala will continuously be calling His servants and His friends toward His home. And those that are unable to go, Allah Ta'ala will constantly be turning His attention, turning His tawajjuh, turning His barakah during these blessed days towards all of His friends. May Allah Ta'ala allow us to recognize the true love that He has for us. May Allah Ta'ala <coughs> allow us to recognize that He is our salient friend. And even if the rest of the world turns back against us, that we would always have him. May Allah Ta'ala <coughs> grant us all the tawfiq to recognize the importance of developing a deep and lasting relationship with him. Wa akhira da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.